Welcome or welcome back to pre our Excellence of the Root Space Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today's topic is a Fangraphs update. I've really become a fan of Fangraphs recently. It's not that I didn't like them before. I still like baseball reference for a lot of things, even though Fangraphs is better at that kind of financial homework-y stuff and on-field evaluations kind of stuff. There are things about baseball reference that I do quite enjoy. But um, about, well, before the Jack Peterson trade, I had been noting they had their pre-draft farm report posted Posted, listed, all that kind of stuff. Cubs were 17th. Pre-trade, after trade, let's see, the Cubs had been 184. The Braves had been, no, the Cubs had been 180 million. The Braves had been 183. So 180 and 183. And with the acquisition, spit the word out, acquisition, of Bryce Ball, a $4 million value. That moved the Cubs from 180 to 184 and the Braves from 183 to 179. So they kind of flip-flopped and the Cubs had jumped to 16th. Now, I knew they were going to be adding draft stuff at some point, so I had a cheater way to know if things had changed. I would keep checking Toronto. Toronto was second on the list, and their number was 306. I figured I can remember the number 306. And as long as Toronto was at 306, there hadn't been any adjusting going on. Because Toronto was obviously going to have some players through the draft, blah, 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 whatever, and you know upgrades and that kind of stuff. Toronto was 306, Toronto was 306, Toronto was 306, and there were no more trades. So I was just sitting, waiting, nothing, 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 nothing. Well, today, uh, it happened, and um, I missed it by a little bit, but I'm kind of not too far off. Um, Things have been upgraded, uh, updated, not upgraded, updated for the draft. And as of right now, the Cubs are back to 17th place. What I've written down is 11 through 20. The Giants are at 269. The Marlins are at 246. Red Sox are at 241. The Mets are at 238. The Royals are at 215. The Padres are at 215. The Cubs are at 206. The Rangers are at 188. The Twins are at 183, and the Cardinals are at 181. Now, by the looks of it, all of the draft choices, whether um, all of the draft choices have been updated. All of the even uh, for for the Cubs, James Triantos has been updated. He's not going to sign, or he's going to sign. He hasn't signed yet, but he's already been updated into the system. So it's not going to be a case of, well, there's that one guy who hasn't signed yet. So when he signs, then they're going to have to go back and readjust it. No, they, they adjusted it one time for the draft. 
perhaps they might go back uh, after the signing deadline and adjust it if anyone who they had incorporated in doesn't sign. But uh, this looks like what it will largely be up until more trades start happening. So I'm going to run through them again. Giants 269, Marlins 246, Red Sox 241, Mets 238, Royals 215, Padres 215, Cubs 206, Rangers 188, Twins 183, Cardinals 181. Now these things are going to be changing in reality somewhat regularly, but they won't update them regularly. For instance, you know, Pablo Aliendo, if now he is up to being a 35 plus, then he would be included. But they're not going to update just because, oh, did you see pa Pablo Aliendo had, had another good game? No, th these are going to be what the numbers are going to look like for a while, with the exception of trades. So, how will the Cubs possibly do with the trades. Okay, get to that in a minute, but first off, um, one of the other reasons that the Cubs jumped, not only was it because Fangraphs acknowledged credit for James Triantos and Jordan Wicks and Christian Franklin. Those are the three guys that were added that um, they're paint. Basically, they're paint. Uh, if you have a guy who's elite, 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 you know, top 50, that might be an ace. But the other guys who are, you know, 50s, 45 pluses, 40s, you know, all that kind of stuff, that, that's your jacks through kings. That's all good. You, you want to load up on guys who are paint, and that's what the Cubs are going to want to load up on as they trade players. If you trade Jock Peterson and get back Bryce Ball, who is a rated prospect, He's probably a jack. That's a good thing. You trade a rental, get back a jack. That's all fine, well, and good. So, Brennan Davis has been updated. He had been at 26, what, three weeks ago? When they did the, the pre-draft update, like I say, about three weeks ago, Brennan Davis had been jumped up to 26. Now that they're doing the post-draft update, Brennan Davis is now 17th and he's rated a 60. I don't specifically remember um, what a 60 is evaluated at, but I did look and there's only two guys that are prospects that are more highly rated than a 60. One of them is Tatis, and one of them is Vladdy Jr. I think I'm right on that. I think they're both still prospects officially. Um, but as the Cubs make trades, 17, I'm good with it. You know, I, I'm not going to, oh, they really ought to be 14. <laughs> Unless you're actually paying a whole lot of attention, I'm paying attention to games here and there from other bracket from other organizations because I want to be aware of what's going on in said other organizations. I'd kind of like to be aware of some of the players. So if the Cubs acquire them, 
in a trade in the next 10 days. I can say, oh yeah, I've been listening to this guy the last three or four weeks, last three or four days, and here's what I've been hearing. You can take that for however you want. I'm nobody. But as the Cubs do make trades, a lot of people like to say, oh, they should be in this, they should be at that, they should be at the other thing. Well, I see some, I see some uh, lines of delineation. That's what I'm going to call them. Giants 11, 269. It, they are 23 in front of the Marlins. It's not to say the Marlins are horrible. They have a very good system. But to jump from 246 to 269 would take a little bit of effort. So uh, the Giants are well in front of the Marlins. Then the Marlins, it's five. It's a $5 million drop to the Red Sox. A $3 million drop to the Mets. So those three are really close. 246, 241, 238. Those three are really close. Then there's your 23-point drop to the Royals and the Padres, who are tied at 215. Then there's a drop to the Cubs at 206, who are definitely behind the Royals and the Padres, but not by that much. And then below that, there's a 20-point drop-off to the Rangers, and then five further to the Twins, and two further to the Cardinals. So the Cubs look like they are right now certainly in the 15, 16, 17 range, and in the 17 spot. However, as they start to make trades, players get subtracted from one column and added to the other. So depending upon who it is that the Cubs involve themselves with trades, and depending upon what they get back, things will shuffle. There's talk of a Mets-Cubs trade possibly at some point. Who the heck knows? Um, Cubs are 206, Mets are 238. 32 looks like a whole lot, doesn't it? But it doesn't have to be 32, and it doesn't have to be all in one fell swoop, because if, let's say, the Mets trade 12 to the Cubs, then the Mets would drop to 226, and the Cubs would climb to 218. Then they would be a whole lot closer than if there's another trade and another trade, which is why I'm completely in favor of. There's no real upside in, oh, we have to hang on to Ryan Tapera because we need him to be the closer. No. There, why does Ryan Tapera have to be the closer? Where is, again, kind of like the uh, coupons thing, which some of you haven't listened to, some of you have. Uh, there's no law. There's no law that says Ryan Tapera would have to be the closer. If it ends up working out that way, if you trade Craig Kimbrell, and if you trade Chafin, and you trade Tapera, and they're all gone, then for a couple of weeks, you have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then at some point, Rowan Wick shows up. Okay, he's our closer. Rowan Wick's our closer. I've heard of teams having worse closers than Rowan Wick. If he's up and ready to go, and he's had two fantastic outings in advanced A-ball. Does that mean anything? Eh, not really. But uh, keep sending him out there. Keep getting him work. Keep getting him ready. And at some point, 
it might be time to bring him back, and there might have been a trade by then. So the Cubs are in perfectly fine shape. The question is, can they get in some quality over the next 10 or 11 days? And even more importantly, can they continue to have players develop so they get better for the future? Um, the Cubs pipeline is fine. People are going to say, oh, they have a horrible system because... No, they don't. Brennan Davis is a very useful player to have in your system. It was kind of impressive for me to see him as a 60 because uh, that, that hadn't really registered, but after the Futures game and what he's been doing the last two, three weeks, independent of the Futures game, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But uh, yeah, the Fangraphs rating... Um, feel free to look them up. They're really fantastic. They show you the numbers. They show you how you obtain numbers. Pitchers and hitters each have their own value based on whether they are a 35 plus 40, 40 plus 45, 45 plus 50, 50 plus, etc., etc., etc. And um, the more players that you get that qualify, the better. And if the Cubs have a player that they drag all the way to the end of September into October and fans say, yay, at least I got to see them for the last six days that I went to go see a Cubs game. Well, that's fine. But that doesn't add talent to the organization. Adding talent to the organization adds talent to the organization. Being happy that you got to see some certain specific player one additional time. That's fine. That's great. That's emotional. That's wonderful. That's sweet. That's adorable. But it doesn't add talent to the organization. Adding talent to the organization is what moves things up. And you and I both know Jed Hoyer is going to have a budget from Tom Ricketts. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that budget is going to be really lofty. Um, Cubs are fine. If they add some more, they'll be even better. And if I can bring you positive news on the prospect front from now until the end of the season, that will make things even better. The, uh... The Cubs system has been, there have been injuries. Everybody's had injuries. Everybody's dealing with injuries. And what I strongly recommend is for the organization, what is the next logical thing to do? What is the next logical thing to do if that is going to add to improved talent for the future? that very well might, might be discussed. If there's not um, added talent for the future, then it probably shouldn't be discussed. Uh, things are fine. If trades work out in a certain fashion, it could get a whole lot better, a whole lot quicker. And having just listened to an entire South Bend Cubs game, there are a couple of roster spots for the South Bend Cubs that could be at least marginally, at least incrementally upgraded, possibly through trades. Thanks for listening. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a fantastic Wednesday 
or with.